What's up, you rebel-minded freaks? This is where we question everything and provoke the normality of the world, all in an effort to face ourselves and become better humans. That's what it takes to be rebel-minded. You in? Let's do this. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to the Rebel-Minded Podcast. I am your host, Zach Henson, a self-development coach and a masculinity provocateur. And something that I've noticed lately is the upset of things that are becoming out of control because of the way that society is affecting our mindsets and our stability, our mental stability. And this is probably one of the biggest reasons why I do provoke. This is, this is why I have such a desire to try to change things and try to find good balance for men. And it's because when things go the wrong direction, when resentment comes into play, when violence comes into play, because we feel like we're not accepted. We feel like we're not heard. We feel like we're not valued and that we don't know what to do about it. Things can take a turn for the worst. And as I read about a situation about an incel causing violence, and if you don't know what an incel is, which I didn't either, was it's defined as a involuntary celibate, a man who is angry because he is not getting the sexual environment that he feels he's entitled to. And if that doesn't make sense, you're right. It doesn't hold up. These are the things that are happening to men today. These are the things that men are becoming because the world is becoming more disconnected. There's more ability to connect, but so many are being left behind. And I think this is why I do what I do and why there are so many other men out there that try to help the world of men today because we can't let these things get out of hand because the potential destruction of men cannot be allowed to get out of hand so one of the biggest things that I'm going to talk about today is vulnerability and how that does change our acceptance how that does change our feelings on support and feeling valued, and feeling heard, and feeling loved. I dare you, all of you men, face the challenge, face the vulnerability, face the hurt, face the fear, step the fuck in, and help yourself and other men become what you need to be. You know, through 
everything that I've learned and gained, there always seems to be this feeling of inadequacy, maybe. And there's kind of a development of ourselves that teaches us that that inadequacy really is kind of a fake. It's this mental position of us saying that we're not good enough and that we've never been good enough. And maybe that's just bad conditioning. Maybe that's trauma telling us that no matter how far we go, that we never will be anything. No matter what we accomplish, no matter what we do, no matter what value we give. And a point I kind of want to make at the moment is that this voice has no place. It's meant to deter you. And whatever psychology is behind it, know that it's not the truth. And that the only way that you're ever going to gain and accomplish and get to where you actually want to go is to consistently face that voice and never let it decide for you what you're going to be. Now, as we speak about the voice that we have, we have to know how to use that voice. We have to know when that voice is meant to be heard. And we have to know that it's at the benefit of others that we speak, that we are able to put ourselves out there and make sure that the ones that we love know who we are authentically and have them know that we're not hiding from them, that we're intentionally pure about what we're trying to be and how we're trying to love. But that voice doesn't always get heard in that way. We, we don't always voice ourselves that way. We jump all over the place in, with the intention of trying to please people. But there's this instinctive intuition that people have that shows them that you're being something else than original. That shows them that even though they may not trust their intuition, that there's something off about you. And while I can sit here and say this is probably one of the biggest issues for men to face as far as our relationships with women, it does kind of go across the board. This is something that all of us as individuals need to realize and pay attention to so that we can bring ourselves closer, so we can understand each other more. And when it comes to men, this type of vulnerability, this type of constant all-out voice that includes all of our flaw and our success, this is what men need to face most today. Men need to face looking weak. Men need to learn how to be vulnerable. And this is why. In all of my experiences, there's been such an overwhelm of emotion and still an abundance of numbness. Emotion in the minority of experience and numbness in the majority. I seek to remedy that though. And that remedy lies in learning how to listen more to my heart to find a balance of what makes me, me. 
I feel like there is such a disconnection in me. But it's been present for so long. It's just what I know. It's been ever-present. I see the world around me for what it is. Or at least this is what I used to be. I've said this to so many people, too. If you had known me five years ago, you wouldn't recognize me. Of course, that's not really a physical statement as much as it is an intellectual or emotional one. My character has changed. My goals have drastically changed. And my relationship with myself, well, that will never be the same again. And why? Because as I grow, I decide to face myself over and over and over again. I face the things that are fucking crazy difficult. The things that keep me feeling like shit and ashamed and heartbroken and embarrassed. But there's a healthy way to do this. And it lies in the mission to better myself and not to allow myself to remain the same. Hashtag goals, am I right? Can you do that on a podcast? Ugh. So what is all of this about? Why am I even talking about this? Well, first, let's go back to our topic. This is about becoming more aware, becoming stronger, and becoming more connected and feeling the human experience fully. And vulnerability plays a huge part. So what the hell is it? What is vulnerability? Why, why the hell is it so important? Why would men ever want to face it if it just makes us feel horrible? And I'll tell you why you need it. Disclaimer, I'm not here to make you feel warm and fuzzy inside. I'm here to make you feel uncomfortable. That is my job as a provocateur. I'm here to show you the real, real gentlemen. And ladies, if you're listening, I'm not going to put the cherry on top for you. You know why? Because as I was given the cherry constantly over and over again, it set me up for failure every fucking time. It delayed a much needed reality check and in a way gave me the feeling that I was entitled to never have to feel pain if I was nice enough. By the way, if you don't know the difference between kindness and being nice, check out episode four and five about the 10 musts for men. It'll fill you in a little bit. Vulnerability is necessary, guys. Like, there really is no way to become a more balanced human without it. I don't care what you're after. I don't care what you're chasing, what your goals are. Vulnerability is how we become whole. This is how we become balanced. This is how we find the most happiness in all the realms of our life. And it really takes some clarification on what that means to you. Because so many men have this mindset of them already having everything they need to be a good human. The fuck you do? It's not about how well-paying or stable your job is. It's about how connected you are to the people in that job. How open are you to those relationships? It's not about how hot and badass your wife is. It's about how emotionally connected are you to her? Is it free of resentment? Do you meet each other's needs? Does she know what troubles you most and do you discuss it freely? Invulnerability. Without having a guard. It's not about how many good grades your kids are getting. It's about how strong do you make them feel. Does your bond with them show them that they can be a unique individual? That they can be strong? That they can feel pain and not be shamed for it? Vulnerability is a constant upgrade. Vulnerability means being uncomfortable over and over again. 
It means questioning everything you've been taught in an effort to understand yourself more and then questioning everything you are now to become who you are supposed to be and using that in all of your relationships. Vulnerability means you as a man can be present in a moment and tell your spouse, in spite of what society says strength is, and say, hey, I'm broken today. I feel like I can't perform at this level right now. Can you be here for me? Can you hold space for me? Can you, can you hold me? And this also means doing the same for the person on the other end, to show consistency and trust when someone else tells you that they need you, that they need space to speak, or when they discuss something that you don't understand. Will you be honest? Will you say, hey, I don't know how to handle what you're going through, but I will still be there for you. I will validate your feelings and make you feel human and welcome. Even if I don't know what to say, I will just be here for you. I promise. So why the fuck is it so hard for men to face weakness like this? Why do men reject it like it's so unnecessary? Because they've been taught to. They were never told to cry. They were never allowed to cry. They were told to suck it up and get past it. They were never told to question their emotions. They were never told, you can cry. And after you do, let's try to find out why. What hurt you? And then being validated that that is what humans do. That crying is healthy. Let me say that again. Crying is healthy. And so are all the other emotions and feelings that we suppress as men. Anger, sadness, suffering, joy, depression, doubt, heartbreak, emotion or feeling. It doesn't matter. We're meant to feel all this and men are running away from it. But one thing that men are not doing is taking responsibility. Yeah, yeah, you heard me. Out of all the things that men think that they're being responsible for, out of all the things that men are being responsible for, they're not taking responsibility here. You're not taking responsibility of where you are now. So your childhood taught you things that messed you up? Good. Step one, self-awareness. Step two, fucking do something about it. You don't get to blame the world for messing you up. And you don't get to blame the world for being complex and hard to figure out either. What happened in your childhood may not be your fault, but becoming better is your responsibility. And that includes vulnerability. That includes better relationships. That includes leaning into the unknown and the doubtful and the suck and all of the emotions and feelings that you don't get for the sake of others and for the sake of yourself. Facing your past and seeing what fucked you up is key to change. Don't hide from it. Face it. It's your fault if you stay the same. It's your fault if you stay in the unknown. It's your fault if your job doesn't get better, if your relationships are all the same and consistently date the same shitty people and have the same toxic relationships. And you ultimately continue to suffer. The world is not happening to you. The world is just happening. What pisses me off is that because of how much we were taught to suppress basic human emotion, most men now have continued to believe this is the quote-unquote right way to be a man. And men are suffering immensely. It's almost an arrogance, but it's also just a conditioned fear of not knowing how to survive what we have to face. Fear will stop us from finding out how truly capable we really are. And it goes 
far beyond our external skills. This takes digging into the heart. This takes questioning. This takes connection and it takes support. Number one, emotional suppression means men are capping a bottle that will not hold together after time, forcing the energy that is being suppressed to almost always be used in something else to vent it out. Forms of addiction, porn, alcohol are the most common probably, along with sex addictions, drug addictions, gambling, uh, food, video games, and even work addictions. And it's all in an effort to distract us from the emotions that we'd rather not deal with. Number two, because of the suppression, it also creates an instability within us. And that's because of a lack of processing. But the clue is that it's not that different than working at our external skills. We have to fail. We have to face looking stupid. We have to take the lead, all in an effort to become better. So because of that instability, and because that energy has to go somewhere, it can also come out in our actions, not just our addictions. And it's not always great ones. We can potentially become very, very aggressive. We can become very depressed. And now as it progresses, we can no longer hide it from the world. Eventually, eventually, it's going to make its way out. And it's not going to be pretty. What all this is doing, all of this suppression, all of this inside instability, it's creating a byproduct of instability in our external lives too. It's affecting our work, our intimate relationships, our friendships, our life experiences as a whole, which deep down we all want to be really amazing, not horrible. We all want to be well-rounded. We all want to feel all the amazing things. And this instability is ruining things for us across the board. So what do we have to do to change all of this? How do we as men start to actually create what we are dreaming of having? The job or the career that we love, the partner that loves us deeper than anyone, the friendships that leave us laughing and loving life, the pride of being amazing parents, and the pride we give our parents. The feeling of being something super valuable to this world while we have time to do it. We decide to do the things that make us uncomfortable. That's it. So first, we must question ourselves. We've been built to see the world as accomplishments, as goals and successes, and as levels, as a podium that must be taken. And in that view, we are chasing being the best, always being right, always being the expert. But life as a whole doesn't have anything to do with being the expert. And it never allows anybody else in. And it forces us to see everybody else as a competition, even our spouses, even our loved ones. It has to do with how we feel. Yeah, like in the heart kind of fucking feel. In the moments, about ourselves, about how we feel connected to others. So when do we question what we know? When do we bring down our pride walls enough to say that someone else might be right? especially when we've stated everything to prove our point. Question it all, when we think we've done it all, when we put everything out on the table and we're still proven wrong. Ask yourself, am I right? Do I need to be right? Where was I wrong? How did I fail at being there for someone else? Am I being selfish? How could I have handled it differently? How am I abusing my expertise? 
How am I abusing my power? Am I using it to belittle others, to feel better about myself? Am I making others feel less than? Is my pride more important than someone else's feelings? Because we're so stubborn in the way that we look at things, we tend to live off one thing. How do I want to win at life? And that's where we go wrong. So after enough questioning, you may just find out it's not about winning. It's about experiencing. It's about connecting. How great can I be turns into how great can I make this experience for myself and others. It's never been about you. Not just you, anyway. And you've been told the lie that it is. And it's cornered you into being less than you're capable of being. All because you want to win. It's cornered you into playing life as a fucking game. And taking down others in order to win. It's caused you, us, to objectify the world and its people. And grow numb to what makes us really human. Secondly, we have to trust. We really have to trust. We truly have to trust others and trust what vulnerability really is. We have to trust that others will be there for us. We have to trust that others will be there to catch us and support us. I don't give a fuck what you think strength looks like. If that doesn't include some sort of vulnerability, I'm going to challenge you on how wrong you really are. I don't care if you think your woman will dump you if you decide to be vulnerable. There's two things. One, She wants you to be. She's asking you to be. She probably has been for a long time now, and you've been deflecting because you're afraid to be seen as weak. You're afraid to talk about your feelings because you think that she'll be rid of you if you are. And two, if she does shame you, if she does leave you for showing vulnerability, then you're better off without her. And this goes for all of your relationships because men and women were both born with the ability to feel. We were both born with a full spectrum of emotions, regardless of what you think about it. So if she's not okay with it, then that means that she wants a man that is a shell, someone superficial, someone shiny. And she herself has not done enough work to be the whole human that she wants to be. And that is someone who hides their true selves. Don't be that someone. And that's what we are really doing here. We are truly hiding ourselves from the world. The lack of emotional expression, apart from the quote-unquote okay ones like anger and happiness, is an effort to hide part of ourselves. And believe me, that never ends well. I've failed in my own relationships for not consistently showing up and being able to be truly vulnerable. I was jumping back and forth between my stoicism and my vulnerability. And that lack of being steadfast made me look incapable of even being genuine. My partners couldn't trust me to be the same person when they needed me to be. When they needed the rock. When they needed to see that no matter what they went through, what we went through, that I would be strong. That I would hold strong for them and for our relationship. And you want to know the kicker? It's because people can see it. They can see that things are constantly changing. And there may be a part of us that doubts that intuition. But it starts to make sense that you're hiding something. They may not know what you're hiding, but that you you are hiding something nonetheless. 
And if they see you hiding, especially your spouse, then how can they trust you? How can they trust you to be honest in the other areas of your life? How can they trust you to be consistent anywhere in your life? Men, I promise you, the more real you are, the more you authentically show yourself, the good and the bad, the sacred, the maintained as well as the flawed, the stronger your relationships will be. And you have to do this consistently. You have to face knowing that this is the constant hard work that you're going to have to do. Because on the other side, you'll be attaining something that most people never do. You'll be obtaining an amount of love and support and happiness that most never get to see because they're unwilling or unknowing of the work that they have to put in. You don't have to be an expert at vulnerability. You just have to be willing to be present and show the fuck up. In closing, if you can understand all of this mess, because I tend to be a little bit less than concise, vulnerability will be kind of a suck factor for you. But it's like any skill that you have now. If you put all the work in, the reward is huge. My biggest win for becoming more vulnerable is to be a better partner. I want that connection that is strong because I can be vulnerable. And I want that connection to, with vulnerability to be strong because I know that's what I'm going to find in someone else. And as I grow through my 30s, I'm starting to see the positive effects of that work. And I've never felt more real. The majority of us men are not used to showing weakness or being vulnerable. I get it. I get it. So in comparison to others, you're going to wonder why you would do it if no other men are. And that's because you want to be different. You want to suffer less. You want to be better. You want to love harder. You want to truly give to other people. You want to be a stronger provider, a stronger lover, a stronger leader. Lean in. Talk about all the things that you're afraid to talk about. Be real. Be raw. Be fucking honest and watch the world embrace you and help you become an even more impressive version of yourself. Don't try to do this alone either. Don't do it for the win. Do it for the now. Until next time, gentlemen, stay strong and stay rebel-minded.